Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. And again, we are so very privileged to have with us a man, man of men, a uh, real spirit of America, someone who knows the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and what our rights are and how we've lost them. And well, he does everything he can to bring them back and, and restore the freedom that has been stolen from us. Judge, thanks for being with us. Uh, pleasure to be with you, uh, my dear friend. Uh, today is the Feast of St. Andrew. It's not me. It's one of the apostles. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> well, <clears throat> yeah, in, in talking about the Feast of St. Andrew, religions are dead. You didn't know yes. that. The new religions now are? Government. That's right. And here's the cover of the Trends Journal. There it is. Politics is the new religion. Yes. I'm, if I'm you sorry don't believe in what I believe, you should go to hell. How right. dare you not believe the crap that I swallow from the God that I look up to? I bow down to Biden. I look up to Trump. I love Zelensky. How that, dare you not believe in what I believe? Amen and a women. That a cover is not irreverent and it is not sacrilegious. It is, on the contrary, profound. Yep. Profound. Yep. I mean, look, just look at government in our lives today. We talked about this uh, uh, last week uh, around Thanksgiving. The government either employs or transfers wealth to more than half the adults in the United States of America. Can you imagine Madison and Jefferson and Washington and even that big government creep, Hamilton, even thinking about this? No, 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 no. It was the farthest thing from their minds. The federal government exists just to take care of national defense and maybe roadways and, and that. That's it. But a government has replaced God. There's no question about it. I'm rereading a great book that I know you're familiar with, Hans Hermann Hoppe, Democracy, the God that Failed. And that's what we have today. Democracy doesn't protect liberty anymore. It just assures the confiscation and redistribution of wealth. Yep. And it goes to whoever screams the loudest, which is right now all the left. And, and as you said, you talk about democracy, the article that you just read, uh, wrote, that'll be up uh, tomorrow, it's not democracy anymore, it's fascism. We are slouching toward fascism and the government, uh, well, I'll, I'll define fascism in a way that I think everybody can understand and accept the definition. A system of government with private ownership of the means of production and the delivery of services, but government control. Sound familiar? That's what we have here. But the article attempts to point out secret partnerships that the government enters into with big tech and big business, mainly the banks, the credit card companies, uh, and big tech, to provide personal information about us to the government. And one wonders what favors the government is doing for these companies in return. The newest one of these uh, is Amazon and the New York City Police Department. Well, there's a head scratcher. Okay, so if you buy Amazon's ring, 
capital R-I-N-G. That's their product, uh, whereby somebody rings your front door, you can see who it is as soon as they ring the bell. There's also an audio and videotape made of that person at your front door and whoever else might be uh, in the area. If it's an apartment building in New York City, it captures the hallway of the apartment building. If it's the front door of a house, it captures what's going on right in the front yard. Guess who has real-time, real-time access to the audio and videotape? The New York Police Department. Yeah. Why would Amazon be giving real-time of your personal conversations with whoever's knocking at your door to the NYPD? We know why the NYPD wants it, because all government is avaricious and insatiable when it comes to surveilling us. But why would Amazon give it to them? What is the NYPD going to do in return for Amazon? This is another example of fascism, private ownership, government control. Same thing happens when you go to a gun store. The credit card companies make that information available to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms uh, and the FBI. And the latest nonsense is Visa. You use your Visa card and Visa evaluates the product you have purchased with the card according to its carbon footprint. Well, what the, Visa is a bank. What does that have to do with Visa advancing money to the merchant in your behalf? Why does the Treasury Department need to know that? That's where we are today, Gerald. The public needs to know about it. You know, and and you also mentioned about the uh, Patriot Act. By the way, that you could not come up with a better Orwellian name than calling it a Patriot Act. It, it's the exact opposite of patriotism and what Americanism used to be. The Patriot Act enables one federal agent to authorize another federal agent to search the custodian of your records, your telecom company, your computer service provider, your doctor, your lawyer, your bank, your hospital, for your records. It bypasses the Fourth Amendment. This is the most egregious assault on personal liberty by the Congress since Congress enacted the Alien and Sedition Acts in 1798, which made it a crime to be critical of the government. This is in that category, and it's still the law today. So when Visa and MasterCard and Amex keep all these records of your purchases, and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, the FBI, any federal agent gets what they call a national security letter, a search warrant from another federal agent, not from a federal judge, but the guy in the desk next door or in the next desk, the next cubicle over. It's almost a joke. And then they serve this national security letter on the custodian of those records. They get the records right away before the Patriot Act. If the feds wanted your banking records, your bank told you, and you had 10 days in which to challenge that subpoena, it was a subpoena then, uh, before a federal judge. Now, even though the First Amendment protects the freedom of speech, it's a crime for the bank or the credit card company or big tech, whoever it is, to tell you that the feds have come calling. That's what the Patriot Act has done. Thank you, George W. Bush, for the Patriot Act of 2001, which yep. cut holes in the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. 
Again, a little arrogant daddy's boy born on third base and thought he had a home run. A little nothing of a clown. The president of the United States, one after another. It's a freak show in front of our eyes. And yes. going back to, you talk about the FBI, Homeland Security, on and on and on. Tell me what they've done. Tell me the great accomplishments that have made the news that any of these agencies have done and the trillions of dollars of our money that they've stolen from us to give to the gang. Tell me one. Homeland Security now has 200. It was created in the Bush administration. Yes. The same Bush, W. 240,000 cops and support personnel. These are the people that grope you uh, at the airport and make you waste two hours of your day before uh, you can get on the plane. Yeah. These are the people that you see in the streets in black shirts and, and khaki pants and a big sidearm uh, on their belt uh, whenever uh, the president uh, is in town. And the answer to your question is there is no answer because 90 percent of what they do is secret. We don't yeah. even know what these 240,000 cops do. 240,000 cops, there's only 10. What happened? We froze here. Well, we're frozen here. And before the Soviet Union collapsed. And now we have it here. Yep. Again, what have they accomplished? They've accomplished nothing. And what they do is after, after like 9-11... Then they really become tough. Oh, they everybody they get tough. You remember when you were able to go into office buildings? You didn't have to. There was no security guards. All of this changed after 9-11. Right. Everything changed after 9-11. And it becomes the way of life, and people accept it, and they keep robbing more and more right. of our lives. You know, you gave a definition right. of fascism. Um, there's also another one by a paisano of ours that we're not too fond of, Benito Mussolini. And he calls fascism a merger of state and corporate powers. Yes. And there's yeah. a prime example of it that just came down, again, with a name of an act that has nothing to do with the reality of it, like the Patriot Act robs us of our patriotism and, and, and national security in the sense of being a free American, the, um, what is it called? The uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, the Inflation Reduction Act is like putting out fire with gasoline. They think that they can borrow and spend their way out of inflation. That's why we have inflation when the government borrows and spends too much money chasing too few goods. The Federal Reserve is a joke. They'd rather put people out of business by raising interest rates. Interest rates should float naturally in accordance with supply and demand. Interest rates is the, is the rent you pay for money, just like the rent you pay for an apartment or a piece of equipment. It should be a function of supply and demand, not central planning, not borrowing and spending. Yeah, well, again, they don't, they don't, they don't know that. They, they just make things worse. They, they pander to their left-wing groups right before the midterm elections. We just spent another trillion dollars to make you happy and secure. Baloney, it's going to raise prices six months down the road once that money gets into the uh, money supply. Yeah, and again, and this Inflation Reduction Act by Biden, 
what they're doing is they're giving big tech companies all our money to make things here rather than in China and giving them even to foreign, and they're all big companies that are coming here from Germany, from Italy, from all over, coming to America to make chips here and, and high-tech equipment here. We're giving them money to come over here to make things. That's fascism, the merger of yes, state and corporate powers. And number yes, two, how did all this happen, Biden? Oh, under you remember NAFTA, the, when, when you took the jobs out of America and brought them to cheap labor, uh, Mexico? Oh, and how about bringing China, Biden, that you and Clinton supported to bring China into the World Trade Organization? And all the com companies in America that were making things here went over there to get their cheap labor, and particularly big tech and high tech. Right. And now you're taking our money, giving it to the big corporations to make things here, and you're calling that an Inflation Reduction Act? It's fascism. And the same thing with, hey, I'm a big company. I'm going to build a building and I'm going to create jobs. Give me a tax break. Who the hell are you to get a tax break? Right. Well, that's, that's where we are. According to Mussolini, the merger yes. of state and corporate powers. The and corporations own this country. There is an even darker side of fascism, which uh, is drawn toward racism and towards war and the glorification uh, of the uh, of the military. Um, our mutual friend, uh, Scott Ritter, who, oh, by the way, is uh, on with me today on uh, Judging Freedom at 2.30 this afternoon Eastern, um, argues <clears throat> that we are giving military aid to the Ukrainians not from our surplus, but from our substance. So that causes more orders for supplies from Raytheon. So Raytheon is saying, wait a minute, you want, and, uh, you want 150 F-150 jets? We just sold you 153 years ago. Yeah, but they were just destroyed by the Russians uh, outside of Kyrgyzstan in Ukraine. Oh, okay, we'll make another 150 for you. They're only 30 or 40 million a jet. That's right. what's happening. The American public needs to know that. Well, uh, God forbid the American military, which is already too big, too fat, too bloated, too expensive, but God forbid we need it for a real national security purpose. We haven't had one since 1776, but let's say well, we need one for a real national security purpose. Their equipment's gone. It's in a field in Ukraine. But again, it's the military-industrial complex that Dwight D. Eisenhower warned us about that's taken over the country. And yes. in this week's Trends Journal, you want to read the article, Arms Makers Increase Output Amid War. That was an article in the Wall Street Journal about all the money, and we, we put it together, about all the money that the arms dealers are making uh, by supporting this Ukraine, by the America supporting the Ukraine war. The number from our the number if they pass the next act that they're that Biden's pushing through will send over $115 billion of our money to Ukraine since February 24th of this year. 
So wow. now the arms dealers and who's the guy playing our uh, national security director, uh, not national security director. Of, Secretary uh, of Defense, Defense who just came over from the board of Raytheon. Come on. Yeah. Board of directors of Raytheon. It's not a revolving door. Again, it's fascism. It's the merger yeah. of state and corporate powers right in front of our eyes. The, the public needs to know about this, but you know, the public, half the public is either employed by government or receives wealth transfers from yep. government. They don't want to change this system, no. but, but they need to know how dangerous it is. They don't care. Democracy no longer guarantees freedom. The only thing it guarantees is the confiscation and redistribution of wealth. Yep. And in our case, it's a militarism uh, added into the mix because that's where so much of the wealth goes. The budget for the Pentagon, now $780 billion, and that's more than the next 12 countries combined, which includes Russia and China. And then when you put the security agencies into it, it's well over a trillion. Correct. Correct. CIA, we don't know what the budget is, even though the Constitution says no money shall be spent except that which is recorded in a public journal. Uh, and all the other 16 federal spy agencies, we don't know what their budgets are uh, either. It's, it's, uh, it's terrible how the government has grown. And you make this point, Gerald, the American public is accustomed to it. Yep. My friend Stuart uh, Varney uh, at Fox, I was on with him in a happy time, uh, twice a day, four or five days a week, used to look at me and tease me. Judge, there is no more right to privacy. And I would argue, yeah, we still have a Fourth Amendment. Stuart Varney is right. There is no more right to privacy. The government has destroyed it, and the public has accepted it. Again, you said about the public, all of the, the government jobs that they have. So now, they look at all the pensions and benefits that they get the retirement benefits that they get, that we pay for, that we don't get. We get chump change with our Social Security. And they use, they use, let me tell you how they use those pension funds. The Visa, MasterCard, and American Express decision to keep separate records of purchases at gun shops was foisted upon those three credit cards by the pension funds of the state of New York and the state of California. Their pension funds are humongous and they are major shareholders in Visa, MasterCard, and American Express. And who controls those pension funds? Two of the biggest left-wing creeps in the country. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York. They're using their spending power as managers of those pension funds to invade the privacy of ordinary Americans who use the services provided by the companies in which those pension funds own shares of stock. Again, we're back to it. Fascism, the merger of state and corporate powers. Yes. Judge, thanks for being on today. Very much appreciate it. And uh, happy uh, St. Andrew's Day. <laughs> There's no halo on my head, but thank yeah. you. <laughs>
And I'll see you soon, my dear friend. Okay, thanks a lot.